Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. to watch therefore this is ray jensen i'm filling in for dove schwartz today i just got back from israel the land the chosen land the place where god has chosen to put his name and there at jerusalem and uh just got in from the feast of tabernacles had a great time there and you know when i think about jerusalem I remember how the Lord said, the Lord God of Israel, which, by the way, he's called the God of Israel, you know. He said of Jerusalem, that is the place where I've chosen to put my name. And so, you know, when you go and you see a large painting or, or a masterpiece painting at a museum, and it's fantastic in the art, artistic skill, and it just dazzles you to look at it, what's the next thing you do? Well, you look to see who made that painting, who authored it. And so after looking at the painting, you start looking in the painting to see where the artist wrote his name. And, you know, of all of creation, of all the universe that there is, of all the stars and galaxies and everything as far and wide as there are, all the nations, the oceans, sun, moon, you name it, God wrote his name. He authored his creation. He's put his name and said, I did this, and he signed it. On Jerusalem, so that when all we look at the grandness and the greatness of creation and wonder who did this, God's name will be proclaimed through Israel and specifically the bullseye of the bullseye, Jerusalem. And so that's where we just were. We just got back from the Feast of Tabernacles, had a great time. I was in the Jerusalem March. It's a, it's when the believers of the world, of all the nations, come together in one place and they march through the street of Jerusalem to tell the Jewish people, the people of Israel, we care about you and we love you. And it was fantastic. I had people off to the side. They were reaching out towards me. Where are you from? I said, Texas. And, and one Jewish woman, she had tears running down her face. And she said, you have no idea what this means to us, that you would come here and march through our street to say that you care about us. I had Chinese right behind me. They were blowing horns and, and tambourines and drums and people from Brazil and countries I'd never even heard of before. It was a fantastic time. And Israel is foremost on my mind now, especially now that I understand what God says about his people. He says in Genesis twelve three, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And whatever we do to them is going to come back. If you curse them, you'll be cursed. If you bless them, you'll be blessed. You know, it makes me think of what president in U.S. history would make it a pivotal point in his foreign policy to do the best he can to bless Israel. I, I would do that if I was the president of the United States. I would focus on Israel because what you do to them is going to happen here. We bless them, we get blessed. If you design Israel into a dangerous situation to make them vulnerable, 
Well, then that's what's going to happen here. And actually, that kind of has been happening. But wow, you know what? On an individual basis anyway, if you want to bless Israel, that's, that's the way to be blessed. God's Word says that. You know, we have blessing Israeli believers. Uh, dot com that you can go to and and you can plug in to uh, bless Israel and that's one of the um, ministries that Dove talks about on here. But you know, I just got back from Israel and I, my love for the Jewish people is better than it's ever been because my Messiah Jesus, my King, that I bow before and serve, he was a Jew. He is a Jew. He's Jewish, and the, he, God chose those people. And, you know, it's it's just a fantastic thing to have been there and seen the land of Israel, see the things that, you know, you don't just keep Israel in a historical or a theological context. I think a lot of the churches in America have gone stagnant by placing Israel off in this little box, and we'll just open it whenever we want to read into it for our Bible stuff, and then we put it back in that box again. I think people forget that Israel is still a living, breathing people that have everything to do with today and even more so with what's tomorrow. We can't forget that. And so at Calvary Chapel Pearland, as a pastor there, I'm so glad I got to sit under Dove Schwartz and learned a lot from him about the Jewish people. And in my calling, uh, it was was, uh, confirmed to me in my calling that I would have a love for the Jewish people. And by God, I do. And I'm so glad but at Calvary Chapel Paralam, where I am pastor now, we have a focus on the nation of Israel and the Jewish people. We really do. And we look forward to our Messiah, who's going to come back. And friends, he's going to sit on Mount Zion. His throne's going to be in Israel. It's not going to be in the United States. I'm a patriot. I love the United States. On September 11th, the day, I stood off of Interstate 45 and waved the biggest American flag I could find. And I stopped the freeway up because I didn't know what else to do. I mean, I was like everybody else. I mean, I am patriotic, but facts are facts. The Bible says in God's word of his truth, when the Lord comes back, he's going to sit on Mount Zion in Israel. And we have got to be focused on the nation of Israel. It's hugely important. I can't stress it enough. But at Calvary Chapel, Pearland, we focus on the nation of Israel. And at Calvary Chapel, Paraland, which is also Calvary Chapel Beth Shalom, which means house of peace in Hebrew. We exist according to the word of the Lord to make authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus in preparation of his glorious second coming. Jesus is coming back. And we want to make authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus. We don't want disciples that are a disciple on Sunday and then the other six days a week, they're just kind of playing the other field out there and then just put their mask on when they come to church again. That's not what we want. Authentic disciples. And the only way that you can be an authentic disciple of Jesus Christ is to be existing according to His Word. The Word of the Lord is absolute truth. You know, I often say 99% truth plus 1% lie equals 100% lie. The word of the Lord is pure. It is flawless. It's like the Bible says it's like the words of the Lord is like silver that has been refined in a furnace seven times. Seven is a number of completeness. It's completely pure. And so we exist that way at Calvary Chapel Pearland. I'd like to invite you 
to come to visit us at Calvary Chapel Pearland. You can visit us at calvarychapelpearland.com. I'll get back to that in a minute. But for right at the moment, I want to talk about our worship that we have at Calvary Chapel. I'd like to get you interested in coming to visit us. And if you were to see a uh, an acronym, uh, like, say, NASA, you know, uh, we have an acronym that says WORSHIP, W-O-R-S-H-I-P. And the W in worship stands for to worship our Heavenly Father in spirit and truth. And that's what we do. He, he, there's no other way to worship Him but in spirit and truth. Again, absolute truth. There's so many lies floating around out there in the world that can mess people up. You got to keep the the context in absolute truth if you want to serve the Lord properly and worship Him. Well, the O in worship is, the O is to organize our lives according to the Word of God. Again, the Word of the Lord is pure. I know that y'all watching the news, you are seeing things going on. You don't know who or what to believe. Well, you can't say that about God. He's He's pure. He is truth. Jesus said, I am the way. What did he say? The truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. You can believe in that because Jesus, what he says is true. He is truth. I'm take com- I take comfort in that. The R in worship is to reach out in love with the gospel to those who need to be forgiven by God. We don't just sit and play church and say, okay, thanks for coming. See you next Sunday. We have outreach. We have this radio show. We have our podcast. Uh, we do a lot of things uh, through Watch Therefore Radio and, and other uh, avenues to take the gospel out. If there's one thing I have to say I is up most in my priority is to take the gospel to as many people as I possibly can. Anything I'm doing, even if I'm not at the church, uh, the pastoring, uh, or whatever, if I'm just out getting a coffee uh, at a coffee shop and I'm talking to somebody, I'm going to put the gospel in there somewhere. We reach out to others. The S in worship is seek to comfort and edify the body according to God's word. See, there it is again, according to God's word. We seek to comfort and edify, which means to build up. Everybody has their problems. I know it. We all come in with bad things. We all come in with strains and stresses. We are here to help comfort you because we have a God of comfort. God is not just a God sitting up there with a fistful of lightning bolts ready to chop you down at the slightest mistake you make. We have a loving, forgiving God. Now, don't get me wrong. He's just And he has to punish sin. But don't forget the mercy aspect of God, too. If you will bow the knee and repent to Abba Father, he's a a God of comfort. We want to build you up, again, according to God's word, not my opinion. You can at least take comfort in fact of knowing that when you come and hear me preach, I'm not going to give you my opinion. I will give you God's word. And I will tell you what God's Word says, and we'll make application from that. But it's according to God's Word. Now, the H in worship is to hold authentic fellowship in high regard. Authentic fellowship. That means I really care about you if you come visit. If you come see me, I will shake your hand. Other people will come. You know, there's nothing worse than going to a church, nobody says hi, and nobody cares if you ever come back or not. I've been there. I've done it. I didn't like it. I left the church for a long period of time back in my, I guess, before Christ's days. I was turned off. I thought, hey, if this is church, who needs it? I've got other friends out there. They'll take me in. They'll accept me. 
Yeah, they may accept me in a bar and and maybe they're drinking or something, but hey, at least they're glad I'm there. There was a time when I felt maybe people in crazy places cared me cared for me to be there more than a church did. And that's, that's terrible. That really grieves me that that happens. But I'll assure you, you come to this congregation, Calvary Chapel, Pearland, we will hold authentic fellowship in high regard with you when you come in that door. I will say hello. People will like you being there. You know what? You hold, you hold gifts and strengths that I don't have. Yes, I'm the pastor, and don't put me so far up on a pedestal to think that I've got all the power and you, you know, that's not the case. You have things I don't have. And if you come into Calvary Chapel, Pearland, man, we'll, we'll receive you with greatness because your walking in there means we've just became a better body of Christ. And so we look forward to seeing you. I hope you would come because we need your gifts. Did you know that? Whatever church, even if you don't come to our church, if you uh, have a closer church elsewhere that you attend right now, they need you. Maybe they don't say it, but you know what? It's the body of Christ, and you have giftings that they need. So come visit us. I'd still love to see you. Come visit us at Calvary Chapel, Pearland, and we will hold you in high regard. We want to be friends with you because you know what? Because Jesus wanted to be friends with me. So we'll turn the same thing back to you. And the I in worship is to intentionally serve. We are saved to serve. Did you know that we are saved to serve? You know, it's a lot of people take the gospel as there. I got my bus ticket punched. I've said, there, Jesus is my Lord. Now I get to kick back and be blessed. And he's going to pour all this money in my lap. And I just get to sit back and kind of take spiritual retirement from now on. That's not the case. You know, if Jesus came to us and served us all the way to the point of being crucified on a cross, then what makes us think that we have it any better? You know, Jesus said, if you want to follow me, you got to take up my cross. You know, people are looking for ultimate comfort. Let me ask you, what's comfortable about a cross? There's nothing comfortable about a cross, but it does indicate service. And, you know, we're here to intentionally serve. We are saved to serve in the body of Christ. And, you know, a lot of the people, most people that I see that come into our congregation, they want to do something. Like I said, they have gifts I don't have. Ray, what can I do? What can I do? And we'll find something for them to do that's based on what they're gifted with, and we'll let them do it. And so, hey, come on and join us. I'd I'd like to see what you can do in the body of Christ. Uh, We are saved to serve, and I'm thankful for that. We're going to serve for all eternity, so we might as well get used to it now, right? In all eternity, we're going to be serving the Lord. And I've got something to say to those who aren't serving the Lord. Uh, Best go ahead and get on with it now, because that's what you're going to be doing forever. So let's, let's get into the mindset of serving the Lord Jesus. And in the P, at the end of worship, the P is to prepare. Prepare the way of the Lord. Guess what, guys? Jesus is coming soon. Prepare the way of the Lord. You know what? That means get your house in order. Get You know, whenever you have company that's going to come over and you've got, you know, paper plates sitting out on the on the coffee table and, you know, uh, uh, stuff all over the floor. And you, what do you do? You get the vacuum cleaner out. You put the plates away. You wash dishes. You, make, you clean things up. I mean, that's we all do that. Come on. You get ready for company. You do your best. Well, Jesus is not just any company. He is the king. He is the king. And you'll want to give your very best and prepare the way of the Lord. Jesus is coming soon. And you've got a lot of friends around you that, 
maybe you can't tell if they're saved or not. Maybe some you know ain't saved by the way they live. You know what? You need to start telling them Jesus is coming soon. If you love your friends, you'll tell them. Well, Ray, that's it's so uh, it's so awkward. Well, I know that. I know that. But Jesus is coming soon. Do you want to be ready? Do you want them to be ready? Prepare the way of the Lord. Come join us. We'll edify you. We'll build you up. We'll help you. If you don't know how to share the gospel, we'll teach you. I'll sit down with you by myself. We'll go sit down somewhere together. I'll teach you how to do it. Jesus is coming soon. The Lamb of God, He died for our sins because we're all sinners. And we all deserve condemnation. You know what? Jesus made a way for us to be saved. I could not sleep at night not knowing that. It's great. It's wonderful news. We need to be telling people, and you've got a gifting to be able to do it. You know people I don't know. You go places I'll never go. And so you have your own ministry that you could take the gospel to people that don't know him. And so that's what we do. That's how we worship. We worship in spirit and truth. We organize our lives according to the word of God, not my opinion. We reach out with the gospel to those who need to be forgiven. We seek to comfort and edify the body. You want to be comforted? Come and listen to some preaching. It's not always just me. I have others that preach too. We stick to the word of God. We we will hold you in high regard with your fellowship and friendship because we got to learn how to serve, that we're saved to serve because we got to prepare the way of the Lord Jesus is coming soon. I'm thankful for that. So I want to just tell you when we're going to meet. Beginning November 6th, Sunday, we're going to be meeting at a new location on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Now, we have always met on Sunday evenings, no longer. We're not doing Sunday evenings anymore. Now we have a Sunday morning slot at 10 a.m. And this is going to be at the Pearland West Side Library, which is at 2803 Business Center Drive, number 101. That's in Pearland. That's the Pearland West Side Library at 2803 Business Center Drive. The library is right behind the big HEB grocery store complex, which is at 518 and 288. It's just a bit south of Beltway 8 in Pearland. If that's too much for you, just which usually is for me, I like a website, don't you? Go to calvarychapelpearland.com. Easy enough. calvarychapelpearland.com. All the information is right there on where we're meeting. I'd love to see you. And also, you can call or you can text. Now, I know there's a lot of you that are big-time texters out there. Give me a text. I'd love to hear from you. You can text me at 281-898-6257. Again, 281-898-6257. Again, my name is Ray. I'm the pastor of Calvary Pearland. Love to hear from you. And uh, just come join us. a body of believers so we can be together and, and and we'll receive you and have a great time with you in the body of Christ. Uh, we're line up online. Uh, we follow the Bible all the way through. We don't skip anything. You know, when I first became a pastor that did the line up online, it kind of scared me but because <laughs> I thought, oh, no, I don't get to skip anything. But you know what? It's better. It is better. Again, the word of the Lord is pure. And I don't need to be afraid of going through the entirety of the Bible. So I just follow the Bible. I just say what it says. That's it. And so I know you need that in your life. If you've got anything going on in your life that's tough, I mean, hey, who here does not have problems? If you say you don't have problems, oh boy, 
whatever. I, I don't buy it, but <laughs> it's, we all have it. So, you know, we have a God of comfort. It's wonderful to hear and be built up in the Lord. You know, when Peter walked on the water, he had a problem. He had a storm. He had waves. And he took his eyes off of Jesus. And guess what happened? He sank down into his problems. Jesus said, hey, look up here, man. Why do you have little doubt? And Peter said, save me. And he reached out and grabbed him. And all he had to do was look at Jesus. You know, when Peter looked at Jesus and got back above the water, it didn't mean the waves went away yet. It just meant he walked above it, above the water. I know you've got problems. I know you need comfort and be lifted up. But you know what? Keep your eyes on Jesus. You'll walk above your problems. We're always trying to look for ways to to flatten our waves out. You know what? Peter could no more flatten the waves than, than any one of us, but he at least walked above it when he looked at Jesus Christ. The problems and the trials in your life, you want to walk above it? Look at Jesus Christ. It's pretty easy. Look at Jesus. Just listen to him and his word. You know, the Bible is God trying to communicate to you on who he is, what his character is, and that's what we stick to. We are according to the word of God. Again, I just got back from Israel, had a great time. We got to go out on the Galilee and do some praise and worship and had a great time. Everybody, people came with different mindsets. But once we got there on the sea, on the water where Yeshua walked, where Jesus walked, everybody got into a mode of praise. That's what praise does. It gets everybody with all these scatterbrained things going on. It gets everybody together in harmony. And, you know, I was just looking from the boat all around the shorelines and all through the water wondering, you know, Jesus walked out here somewhere and somewhere on one of these shorelines, Jesus told the disciples, drop your nets and you will have a catch. Uh, We went to Caesarea. We went to uh, all through Jerusalem. I, I just had a wonderful time with the people of Israel. And you get to know the character of the Lord there. It was a great, fantastic time. That was the Blessing Israeli Believers Tour. That we did, and there'll be another one coming up. But uh, if you've never been, you ought to consider going. If you really want to know your Lord, you got to go to Israel and meet His people that He chose. Fantastic time! I learned a lot more about Yeshua, my Messiah, my King. I saw places He walked. I started understanding the culture of the day. I started realizing why He said the things He said, and more what they really meant when He said it. I'm getting to know my Lord. Do you know your Lord? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you made him your Lord? If you haven't, let me introduce you to Jesus Christ. He came to save us. He came to die on the cross and pay a debt that you could never pay. Because we are all sinners and he came to buy your way. If you have not bowed your knee to Jesus, if you're still enacting your sins, you need to repent, which means turn from them and come to the Lord Jesus Christ and let him save you. Repeat this after me in your heart. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me, O God, and save me. I now give myself to you fully, 100%. You are now my Lord. You're my boss. I want to pursue you in your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Forgive me and keep me walking in righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that, I'd like to hear from you. Again, text me at 281-898-6257. I'd love to hear from you. If you made Jesus your Lord and Savior, just with that simple little prayer, it doesn't take a big fancy thing, just that prayer, let me know. And remember, as we always close, watch therefore, Messiah Jesus could come at any moment. Isn't that exciting? I'm excited. We'll look forward to seeing you. 
Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.